Welcome to the She Builds Show. I'm your host, Stephanie Olson, a licensed general contractor who builds new construction, renovates, and designs your vision. Today, more than ever, we need raw, authentic women who are willing to rise above society's norms, break those glass ceilings, and encourage each other to boldly build the life we were meant to live. So honey, what are you building? Welcome to the She Builds Show. Today, I want to give you some practical advice on how to create your own DIY board and batten accent wall. So for Christmas, my daughter got a gift to get her room redone. She's now 10 years old and just kind of ready for a room upgrade, which meant no more pink. Her entire room is pink. And she wanted something fresh and updated and more of a reflection of her. And I love that she is growing into herself and able to claim her likes and dislikes. I love that she wants her space to be a reflection of her personality. Don't we all? And I love that she turned to me to make it happen. So I rarely get to do projects myself. I'm usually just out there telling everybody what to do. But I wanted to take this on with her and for her. Now, the first things we did was just change her bedding. We updated it with a fun tie-dye turquoise pattern with just some classic white pillows. Then next, we updated her lighting. So she had a fan with a light and an accent light. So the accent light was this really small chandelier that it really didn't give off any light. So we installed this super fun, really light blush pink kind of diamond light fixture. And we both love it. We put that up. And then after that, we updated her fan. So she used to have this really large brown fan with four ugly lights. It was just kind of hung too low and it just didn't add anything to the room. So she picked a really light, beachy, kind of bright white fan, which we installed together and it was on a remote and I'd never done a fan with a remote. So that was super fun to figure it out. Actually, it wasn't that hard. So the next space we wanted to create was kind of a vanity space, a place for her to hang, brush her hair, journal, reflect, paint, whatever she wanted to do. But I wanted this large empty wall to feel like a beautiful accent piece. So we kind of pondered Pinterest together and found this beautiful board and batten wall with wallpaper above it. So I just finished the wall and I wanted to share with you how you can do this as well. It was a pretty simple board and batten and board and batten just means vertical boards with space in between. It's pretty simple. You see board and batten all the time on the exterior of a house, but it's really easy and a pretty simple one to start with if you want to do an accent wall. So I want to take you through the steps and how to achieve this. So the first step is to gather, steal, borrow, or beg for the tools you need, or you could go buy them. But here's the list. You need a nail gun. I use all Milwaukee tools. They don't sponsor me, anything like that, but I just love their tools. And I love that they have like a smaller battery option. The tools are just a little bit lighter. They're not as heavy. So you need a nail gun with either, I would suggest one and a half or two inch nails. You need a hammer and some sort of pry bar. That's to get your baseboard off. You need a jigsaw, which is just a small handheld tool with a tiny little saw on it that does more detailed cutting. You need just a regular screwdriver with probably a Phillips head on it. 
you need a miter saw. So a miter saw is the big saw that you grab with your hand and it comes and it cuts down trim. It's a big saw that stands on its own. You need a multi-tool that just is being able to cut edges or baseboard if needed. I use a Milwaukee multi-tool. And the multi-tool is called that because it does different things. You can cut with it. You can sand with it. It comes with different heads and things you can do with it. You need a measuring tape and a pencil. You need a speed square, which is just... (laughs) My kids always laugh. They're like, why is a speed square a triangle, mom? It should be a square. I have no uh, retaliation for that because they're absolutely right. So a speed square is the triangle looking thing that you use to make sure your lines are basically straight. So you need a speed square and you also need a level. I only had like a small level with me, but it doesn't really matter the size. You just need a level of some sort. And then you need a utility knife, like a box cutting knife. So really don't skip this step because part of not getting frustrated is having everything you need before you start, which will keep you from having to run back and forth to Home Depot or Lowe's. So step two is to purchase the materials. So the first thing that you want to do is think about if you want to have a smooth surface on your wall or if you want the texture to show. I think that a smooth surface adds an extra level of finish detail. It just looks really custom. And the way you do that is you put hardboard over your wall. So if you don't care about that, you can just skip the hardboard and put the trim up on your wall directly on to your existing sheetrock. So I chose to have a smooth finish and you just get hardboard at Home Depot. It's a four by eight sheet by one eighth inch. And you want to make sure that your cuts are where your vertical boards are going to be, but have Home Depot, they will cut that hardboard for you. You don't have to take it home in the ginormous sheets. Take your measurements with you, have Home Depot cut it, and then take it home. It's so much easier. The four by eight sheets are kind of cumbersome and hard to carry by yourself. So I highly recommend having Home Depot cut it for you. So the next thing you need to do is get molding. I used three inch molding and I got, I think I got 17 foot long boards. You need to think about the thickness. This is the most important part that if you're going to use your existing baseboard, you need to measure the thickness of your existing baseboard. So my existing baseboard is a half inch. So I got half inch by three inch by 17 feet long pieces of trim. So just make sure that the thickness that you buy matches the existing thickness of your baseboard. If you're going to be replacing your baseboard with new trim, just make sure all of the thicknesses match. The next thing you need is primer. You need your favorite wall color. I just use a simple white. I use Dover from Sherwin-Williams. You need paintable caulk, you need a caulk gun, and you need liquid nails. So again, make sure you have all of these things, including your primer and paint, before you even start. Because once you have the wall up, you're immediately going to want to start painting because you're going to want to see what it looks like. So just make sure you have everything before you start. So step three is here's the order of operations, kind of what you need to do. Now, the first thing you need to do is turn off your electrical breaker to that particular wall. How I do this is I just keep the lights on in that area. I go and I turn my breaker off. When I come back, the lights are off. I know that that particular breaker is off because what you're going to do is you're going to clean the wall, remove all your pictures, nails, and you're going to take your outlet and switch covers off 
And that's where I don't want you to get shocked because when you take those off, if you touch them, you could get shocked. So make sure your breaker's off. And the next thing you're going to do is remove your existing baseboard. So how you do this is you take your box cutting knife or your utility knife and you score the baseboard. You want to break up the existing caulk and then you're going to use your pry bar and your hammer to just pry out the baseboard. It's really important that you're careful not to damage that baseboard if you're going to reuse it. So next you want to measure your wall for your hardboard. You want to make sure that the length and the height is correct. I did just a standard four foot accent wall. So I didn't have Home Depot trim or do anything additional. I just made sure that the cut was going to be right where my vertical board was going to go. So again, make sure Home Depot pre-cuts your boards for you. It's so much easier. Now, the next thing you want to do is take your boards and cut out holes If your board, your hardboard that's going against your wall is going to cover an outlet or a switch, you need to make sure that you cut the outlet holes and the switch holes, and you do that using your jigsaw. Now, to make sure you get those outlet holes in the correct spot, you can do one of two things. Measure, mark it, cut it out with your jigsaw, and pray you put in the right spot. I messed up on this once. So it was really frustrating to find out that my hole was in the wrong location. So what I found was a tool, it's called a blind mark drywall electrical box locator tool. (laughs) They have it at Home Depot or you can order it online. And what you do is you put a magnet on the plug and then you put the hardboard and then you put the magnet on the other side of the hardboard. Then you draw around it. Then you hit your hole every single time. And if you don't want to get frustrated with this part, that tool is invaluable and I highly suggest it. So cut out your holes in your hardboard. And then next, what you're going to do is you're going to spread liquid nails all over that hardboard. And then you're going to squish it against the wall. And then you're going to take your nail gun and you're going to nail the perimeter of your hardboard. Don't nail in the middle of it because they're going to end up showing and you don't want that. So you want all your nails to be hidden behind baseboard, trim, or your vertical boards. So once your hardboard's up, nailed in, level, looks great, you're going to reinstall your baseboard. I used my existing baseboard because I wasn't changing baseboards in the room. So then you just have to remove the existing nails. You may have to trim your other baseboard that meets it just to make sure that it's flush because you're adding that one eighth inch hardboard and it might throw off the depth a little bit. And that's what your multi-tool is for. So put your baseboard back up. You don't need to caulk it yet. Just reinstall that. Next, you're going to put in your horizontal top board. So this board, it must go on top of the hardboard that you installed already. You can't put it on the wall. Otherwise, your thickness is going to be off. So measure, cut, and nail your top horizontal trim board. That's going to go from left to right. Make sure it's level. Go ahead and nail it wherever you need to using your nail gun. Now you have your bottom baseboard on, your hardboard, and your top board all nailed in. Now next you want to go and you want to mark on your wall where the bottom and top of your vertical boards are going to be so that when you put it in, you're making sure everything's level and correct and that the spacing is exact between each board. An easy and fun way (laughs) to do math with this is to take the full distance of your wall. Say you're going to put five boards up and they're all three inches wide. So 
three times five is 15. You take the total length of your wall, you minus it by the 15, and then you divide that by how many spaces you're going to have. And you'll have the exact number that you need to use to distance your board and make sure everything's equal. That's just an easy trick to come up with how and where to put them. So cut all of your boards, go ahead and use your nail gun to nail them all in. Now, once your boards are all up, check all of your nails to make sure they're fully set. And when I say fully set, when you're doing trim, you don't want any shiners, which means you want that nail to be inset enough to where you can put putty inside of it. If a nail is sticking out and you can feel it when you rub your finger over it, that nail needs to be pushed in with a nail set. It's just a small little kind of looks like a large nail and you use your hammer to nail it in or you can just use a hammer. Just be careful not to damage your trim. So after that, you're going to caulk all of your edges for your horizontal and vertical boards and your baseboard. And then you're going to use painter's putty to fill all of your nail holes. Once that dries, you're going to sand your putty and then you're going to prime everything. The hardboard, if you use the hardboard, it really needs primer to have a nice finish on it. So make sure you prime your hardboard. And then I had to prime my walls because I had pink and covering pink up with the really light blue was going to be impossible without primer. So we had to prime everything. And then you want to paint at least two coats of paint on everything. And then you get to take photos and show off to all your friends. And you are going to feel so accomplished. Gosh, I just want to celebrate with you. And honestly, being able to build something like this that adds detail and design to your house is so rewarding. I just want to encourage you today to change your mindset. That if this sounds so impossible to you, I want you to reevaluate that thinking. That even if you've never done this, you are capable of it. You have it within you to tackle something like this. You have it in you to create and fix things that you want to. So dive in. What's holding you back? Just try it. Be patient with yourself. And if you aren't exactly sure how to do something or to work a saw, YouTube is going to be your best friend. Everything is on YouTube. (laughs) Now, I also took these steps that I just went through and I created them in a nice little printable thing on my social media. So if you need the written instructions, check it out at shebuilds.homes on Instagram. And it'll make it a little bit easier to see everything kind of nice, concise, and easy to follow. So also, if you try and tackle this, will you please take a picture and tag me? I want to celebrate with you. I want to cheer you on. And I want to encourage you to just feel empowered to do the things that you want to do. I hope your day is beyond blessed. Thanks for joining me today on the She Build Show. My name is Stephanie Olson. My hope is that this episode leaves you feeling empowered and ready to boldly take that step into building the life that you envision, one two by four at a time. And if you can do me a quick favor, please leave me a five-star review on iTunes. I get giddy over reading the reviews each week, and I will choose one special person to win some She Build swag. Make sure you add your name to the review, and I'll reach out if you're the winner. Thanks again for hanging out. Be sure to visit me at thesheebuildshow.com where you can ask me questions and share with me what you're building.